Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello there. Hello, hello. All right, Devin, what do you got for us today? Shit in, shit out. Sweet and to the point. <laughs> you put shit in, you get shit out. <laughs> Man, that is uh, <laughs> that is really to the point of of like a a big percentage of uh, what I don't know what the world is based on right now. <laughs> like and everything, consumerism, what things are made, how things are made, how like countries are run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was watching last night. I kind of heard it before, but not. Maybe I heard it in a different way, or garbage in, garbage out, or crap in, crap out. Mm-hmm. Um, shit hits a little harder, so I like that one. Um, yeah. It was a, a pizza maker on on uh, what's that Netflix show? Uh, something something chef. Um, I don't know. Uh, come on. It's a series. Top Chef. Really, no, no. It's it's a good like documentary <laughs> series about like the greatest makers of things in the world. It's really oh, beautifully done. Um, nice. But they're doing a pizza guy, and that's what he said. Nice. People ask him the uh, secret for good pizza. And he said, well, it's shit in, shit out. So just get the best <laughs> ingredients, and then you know cook your pizza right. Yeah. Uh, it's also like a, I think it's an old like production term, too, for like getting things done in camera and not mm. just saying we'll do it later like i oh, will fix it later right it's like no now you're just battling with something so if you put shit in the camera you know you yeah. get shit out of the camera yeah. your end product and then obviously everything else in the world yeah and you know, i guess like the longer well i don't know the the more advanced technology gets with uh with you know whatever we can make on the computer to, to make mm. imagery and, you know, in, in camera better, but even still like the best and the, the most beautiful looking cinema, even now is stuff where you're using real stuff and you're putting the time and effort into oh, yeah. making and setting up real stuff to put real stuff in, to get real stuff out Yeah, and not real just, in, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Not just uh, digital and effects and things like that. Special effects. Ugh. <laughs> it, yeah. even like uh like if we go back to the mandalorian with uh you know what's it called the um unreal engine or whatever the you know they but they developed yeah, the, to the, the void or whatever you know the, the yeah. giant um yeah giant screens inside LED screens and then yeah a uh yeah. a video game engine that can yeah. the perspective and angles can change in real time in yeah. in relation to where your camera's moving yeah yeah, it's super cool. That's always that was the problem with rear project <laughs> rear projected things, right? Which LED is kind of that's all it is, but it can it can move quickly like a computer screen, right? But once you started to move the camera, it didn't look real anymore. You had to obviously a fixed perspective is easier to do than a moving perspective, right? Yeah, yeah, because then you're like you know you're you have to. You know, it was all pre-recorded, right? So it's not like you're going to put in something that's going to re- react exactly. to your camera. Right, you know, right. and then you Unreal Engine reacts to the camera. Things move together. Right, right. The person, um, the, the the 
perspective changes. Yeah, right. Yeah. I uh thinking about of that just in general, I've um started playing Halo again <laughs> in the last couple yeah. weeks. Because <laughs> um, I was like I wanted to play Halo and, and I was I had rented Halo five mm. from the library and I played through that, but that's not two player and then so I was like, Oh, we gotta you know, rent something else, but the library didn't have any other any any of the other Halos. And uh and then I realized that like the Xbox that you gave me has the Halo has the Master Chief set on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's all downloaded on the on the system. So, or yeah. at least most of them. I think four uh, wasn't there, but like one through three and five were there. So, Crin and I have been playing one Halo one, which oh, I thought was nice. fun. So we've been playing co op together. Oh, gee. Yeah, no, it was awesome. I was like, oh man, and I I kind of like I played. I've been playing Halo 3 because I've never played it before, so I played through that one. Yeah. And then at the same time, when Corinne and I would play together, we would play Halo 1. And, uh, and like, I'd forgotten that the Flood was part of Halo 1. So, like, because yeah. you play, like, mo- like, half the game without the Flood. You're just fighting the Covenant. And then, then the Flood comes in, and it's just, like, a horror movie. Oh, <laughs> it's, like, in this, great. like, areas where the Flood keep coming and coming and coming. Oh, and, so good. Oh, uh, so much fun. And she and I are running around blast. We're like, come on, let's go. <laughs> She's, like, getting all into it and getting really good. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Halo. Yeah, I know. It's great. And then, you know, we'll get, like, she'll get used to, like, having a good gun, you know, like the battle rifle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, and then, like, and then you get, like, a, a plasma, you know, mm-hmm. pistol or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ah, that's horrible. I can't do anything. <laughs> I'm like, we'll just die. And you'll get respawned with two reloads of your battle rifle. <laughs> yeah. Halo's the reason I bought the original Xbox. Oh, man. It's so the reason a lot of people bought the Xbox. Yeah, we had we had fun talking with uh, Nate Walpole at Blade Show, and he was a uh, he was oh, one of the yeah, main animators right. on on That's the whole right. X, the whole Halo series. So it was fun. He actually just reached out to me a couple days ago just to say like, hey, you know, I just wanted to say hey, and like it was cool meeting you and ta- chat with you guys and all. And I let him know that Kren and I had been playing Halo. I was like, oh, it's been awesome to play with my teenage daughter now. <laughs> right. He was like, right on. Yeah, classic man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you but, go. You shit in, shit out. Yeah, no, that's a good one. And, you know, like, even, I mean, obviously that goes into making things. Like you put you put good quality product and good, like, quality, in, um, you know, materials. You can get a good quality thing out. But also, you know, if you put the time and effort in, you get the, you get the outcome that you want, right? The more time, the better you, the more you put into it, the more you can get out of it. Um, and I think that's one of the things that is important in everything that I do is just putting a little bit extra time and effort into it to make sure that I'm getting out something that I can be like proud of and that I could like show someone to be proud of, you know, Whoa. and that doesn't, well, <laughs> that doesn't always happen, but you know, that's the goal is to be able to put in the little bit extra effort, time and effort and uh, you know, inspiration and enthusiasm into the pieces you work on as an artist or as a creator, or as a craftsman mm. to come up with something that comes out better, you know, and just take a little bit extra time and be like, okay, well we could do it this way, but I could also do it this other way that might take a little bit longer, but in the end it's going to look better. So now how do you feel about someone who just wants to get it done? Kind of our dad's approach of good enough, uh, I mean, you know, I like, think, he, like he got a lot to do. I got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, I got four um, kids. 
I think, work yeah, I mean, I think there's a time and place. Yeah, I think there's a time and place for that. Yeah. You know, if there's there's something that just needs to get done, it doesn't, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think I think it's a it's a mentality. It's a it's a, your own personal desire. Like, so if sure. someone is happy with getting just something done, just for the practical use out of what it is, that's fine. Um, but in that same vein, like I could do that same thing and probably want to do it just add a little bit extra more time and effort to it and be that much happier for myself out of the outcome. And I'm not saying I'm any happier than my, than our dad would be for his outcome. You know, like he's perfectly happy, but it's just a different, like a different level of uh, expectation, you know, like what you expect Mm. out of yourself, I guess. Yeah. I think Um, it's a little bit more of an old school thing. It's like maybe putting trim up mm -hmm. after you've painted or something like that is the same as changing the oil in your car. It just has to get done. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, it's not going to be, well, changing oil. Maybe that's a bad experience. <laughs> it's just like another chore. Yeah, Taking exactly. Taking the trash out, doing this, and putting in some shelves in the closet today. Right. They're yeah. all just chores. that got to get done, and I have limited time, so I'm just going to, this is what I got. Yeah, and then yeah, I yeah, think then, then then there's then there is yeah your mindset of being an artist or someone's mindset being a little OCD or someone being right. a little bit of a perfectionist like oh I don't know that that can be done better but um right maybe yeah. not everyone has the luxury even though it's not necessarily luxury you know it's yeah like I said I think it's just different levels of uh, of expectation for yourself mm-hmm. now like, another example with our with our dad is that like anytime our mom wants something to be done nicely around the house. She'll ask dad to ask me to help him. <laughs> She's like, well, why don't you just bring Dustin up and have him help you? He's like, well, I could do it fine. She's like, yeah, I know you could, but, but Dustin's going to do it in a way that I would want it done. <laughs> so like, you Maybe. know, it's like her level of expectation, except, you know, like, except for the time when we put the flooring in, yeah, well, <laughs> which was kind of, I mean, silly. I guess I, I had never put down that type of flooring. Right, yeah. That that lock-in kind of um, flooring that everyone uses now. Yeah, the, like the Pergo f- wood yeah, flooring. And we had spent the time to line up the joints. Yeah. And that's just not what people really right. normally want and it you want it work. to look like wood so you, you want, want it to look to random yeah, yeah not right. more not organic perfect. and yeah. we took time to make it perfect and then yeah yeah i don't know i uh, mean upset. yeah <laughs> well she wasn't upset she was just like that's not how it well, needs she, to be done she was she was upset i think I mean, she was she was basing it off of what she read was like this is the way it should be done <clears throat> which, oh, which no, is yeah. fine no, and it is i mean it is the way it should be done it's true, yeah. and we just didn't look into it. It was just something else that had to be done. He right. guys would put their flooring in, and we kind of made a decision on the fly. Like, uh, I think that looks fine. This kind of yeah, lined up nice. Yeah. Kind of like you would do tile, every other one, half space. Right, exactly. Like, oh, that, that yeah. looks good. But that's not yeah. how it should be. And then we redid it all the next day. Yeah. Yeah, it was not fun. And I was, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. you were so much nicer. Not that I would ever be mean or disrespectful to mom. Right. But she was upset. And I wasn't, I'm not going to be like, damn it. Like, I was just like, oh, like, so. Yeah, like, right. Exactly. Really? It's fine. Like, what's wrong with it? It looks good. I think it looks good. We took the time. Well, no, it's not how I want it. And I'm like, I don't even think we have enough wood to do it. You know? Oh, no, I think we do. And 
She's I like, think we're can just you gonna... please? I'm like, yeah, well, that's I'm the like, thing. Yeah, you know, no, it's we'll, like, yeah. we'll do it. That's fine. Well, that again, that's like her expectation, right? So she had <laughs> expectation for have to have it get done a certain way, and then so she was willing to put in the effort or putting put in our effort to yeah, get it done then, that way. <laughs> and then and then you came then you came in. I was like, I think I was like, well, let's see what the guys think. You know, the rest of them. Yeah, let's just see what they say. And I'm like, I think Dust. I'm sorry. I think we should have it this way, and not that way. You like, you like. Um, okay, all right, yeah. I was like, damn it! <laughs> You're so nice about it. You didn't say anything. Yeah. Well, no, I was like, ha, that's funny. Oh uh, yeah, you did kind of. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, really? Have to tear the whole thing up. So well, you didn't I even say like, that. You were much nicer about it. You were I, like, no, I remember you were like, okay. talking about yeah. like. I mean, yeah, I guess I understood, but I also was like, I was, I was frustrated because I feel like mom was basing off of her, what she wanted based off of what other people said it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And not her own opinion. You know what I mean? And that's what frustrated me. I was like, yeah, but she's like, yeah, but everything I've read said that, you know, you want it to look like this. I'm like, well. I mean, yeah, that's a fi- what that do we want fair- it to look like. That is a fair you know? point. Yeah, and we yeah we are also fighting for it. Like, oh, we think it looks good this way. Yeah, but I think she was right, especially with that type of flooring. It's harder to notice the repeats of pattern, you know, in the fake right. wood flooring if you don't have it all lined up like that. But anyway, yeah. it, it turned yeah. out okay, and now I own the floor, so I'm glad it's done <laughs> You're that like, way. I'm <laughs> good job, fellas. <laughs> yeah, again, you know, that's that was like. Well, you know, we put in extra time to get that one done, so that way we got good, you know, whatever out of it. And yeah, I guess the the in the end, the frustrating part was like we had spent all the time, but mom wasn't there that day to like stop us. So it was more like a oh, oh, our yeah. knees are killing us. You know, we spent a whole day. It was. Like, it oh. was. Yeah, I mean, we spent a long time doing it and really <laughs> yeah. wrestled with the pergo. Yeah, and and really put in a lot of work, and then we. It was also a mindset of us coming in, and we're going downhill. We only have a third of what yeah, the whole yeah, project exactly. left, yeah. and we're rolling. So for someone to say, yeah, not only are you not done, you've got to go back and do it and do it different. Start all over. And yeah. you have to rip up what you did and somehow try to keep right. it all. like without yeah. Because all those little bullshit edges that aren't mm-hmm. like strong that you have to snap in, are so like yep. sensitive that if you, 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 you know, we kind of muscle it in sometimes, and some of the stuff bends yeah. and cracks. <laughs> and so you take it apart. But once it's it once it's down, it's down. You're like that doesn't matter. Yeah. It can be a little beat up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. yeah that I guess that's that's that other perspective too. Is like, you know, as the maker, you're willing to hide those things because you can hide them. Mm-hmm. You know, you figure out ways to hide them so that way the end client, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't know it's there and they don't need to know. You know, because it doesn't matter. You know, it's like yeah, you put something together in it, and it works, and it looks great at the end, and that's what you, matters. Yeah, you, you know, it's going to cover it. You've got all that, all that stuff, all those tricks right. to cover stuff. And that's kind of how yeah. it works. But if you rip everything up yeah. and try to replace the stuff you covered, <laughs> then it gets a little bit more iffy. Like, ooh, that wasn't now, right these, the first uh, time. Now it's tongues really not going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these tongue and grooves aren't going to fit. <laughs> anyway, we got it done. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, a totally different track. Uh-huh. Uh, you know the O's score right now? Mm. Was no. that a no? Okay. No. Um, Orioles-Yankees, 13 nothing. Nice. In the fifth. 
<laughs> Heck yeah, dang. Yeah, I was uh, I was listening to the game yesterday evening, and when they came, or they were, I guess they were down by two, and then they scored four runs, so they were up four to two, and then the Yankees hit a home run in the eighth, made it four to three, and then I looked today, and I saw that the Royals won six to three, so we got a homer in the ninth, which I didn't see, but pretty sweet. And then I was, I was just, uh, I kind of popped in, on the game or right before the game, I was listening to the radio, but I hadn't checked it for a little while. So thirteen, oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, we nice. had a bit of a slide. We had what we had lost three games in a row. That was the most we had mm-hmm. lost all year. Was three games in a row, and then or maybe four. But it, you know, we're trying to get up to first, beat the Rays. Uh, Yankees are behind us. Blue Jays and Red Sox, mm-hmm. all with pretty good, pretty good records. Yeah, pretty good overall records. Um, yeah, but the best thing is. Um, uh, Jeff Fader's uh, Instagram this year. Uh huh. No Yankees highlights. <laughs> Nothing. No, uh, uh, he's he's all about uh, he was all about the Nets for a while, and they went to. But I feel the like all NBA last playoffs. year was also made. He he's well, yeah. The Yankees, uh-huh. even though see for a Yankees fan, the Yankees being in third place, even if they're only three games back, is like uh. A total failure. <laughs> Even halfway through the season. It's just like dejection. Like, this is the worst thing ever. It's kind of nice not to see. It, it's like Yankees fans being obnoxiously, like, uh, hooting and hollering over Yankees wins <laughs> is the most annoying thing. And having said that, it makes me understand a little bit when Americans talk about how great America is, which I'm in that camp. I love this country. And, you know, at times I could, I guess I'm not obnoxious, but like a USA chant is fine. Flying a flag is fine. Like I'm I'm okay with, I'm down with all that, but it's Mm -hmm. like other countries like, yeah, we know. (laughs) We get it. (laughs) We get it. Yeah. We, yeah. You've been number one for a while or they may not say that then they pick right, you apart yeah. at all this yeah. stuff but they know and we know so they, Yankees exactly. fans it's kind of the same thing <laughs> yeah they you know. know and we all know but you know it's like you know we're the best and 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 you know what you can pick us apart but we're still gonna win we're gonna keep winning um but <laughs> the, the, the most money that, we're gonna keep the on. fact that they're behind and uh <laughs> and have the biggest payroll in yeah in in the in the mlb yeah, it's crazy. Um, it's funny, but so, uh, <laughs> it's funny. So there you go, Jeff. He, he'll start up. You know, once he if they pass us, you'll see those Instagram posts coming. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotta love Baltimore. Gotta love hey, Baltimore we don't we don't man. get many win, winning cities seasons. Seasons. I know it's been a long time, so it's it's been fun, man. This has up. been it's been a good season. It's funny. I heard I was listening to the radio today, and I heard him um, reference the Royals as the baby birds. I think that's just because it's like so they, many oh, they're so young. young. Yeah. <laughs> they're so young. Our team is yeah, so young and fresh. Up Everyone's another guy. killing it. Yeah. Colton, Colton Kowser. Uh, yeah, yeah. Him up. He got his yeah. first RBI yeah, last yes. night. And, and, yeah. And, yeah. Anyway, so not a baseball podcast, but it is related <laughs> to another maker. And, and you know, I'm feeling good about that. Speaking of Jeff Fader, I was just listening to his uh, interview today with uh, Riley Kirk- Kirkpatrick, who's a uh, – and and uh, a farrier out in Oregon, and uh, has kind of blown up on Instagram, and does really cool stuff, and it's like simple reels of blacksmithing, and you know making like he'll do 
like uh, tongs and axes and you know whatever, just kind of normal stuff you would use. Um, but uh, but it's it's a good interview. I was about halfway through it, and just interesting hearing him talk about you know his love for horses, and that's really how like why he got into it, and how like you know he builds these relationships with his horses, and they're like you know years and years of working with the same horse every six weeks, you know, shoeing them and changing the shoes and stuff and build up these relationships. It's pretty crazy. I know. Right. Yeah. Mm. And I saw Steven Ranella. He just recently reached out to Riley to have him make a, he said a, a, a small ax that Daniel Boone would carry. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, and Riley was like, uh, how honored, you know, like this guy who has like made such a difference in, you know, like, a big, you know, difference in the world of, of, uh, hunting and, you know, yeah, that's great ecology and whatnot. So he was like, it's pretty cool. It was a cool ax too. It was just like a, a regular kind of small forest ax type thing, but the handle, um, he had like, if you imagine at the end of the handle where the palm swell is, it was like a circle or like a, um, like a, I don't know what, how what's that shape like a hockey puck, but but mm. rounded on all the sides, you know, like a, whatever that is, like a, a burger, you know, like that type of thing, <laughs> flat and round with rounded sides, and it was like, uh, yeah, like offset to the front, you know, so mm. that way it would like kind of created the palm swell at the bottom, but it was just like this kind of round, uh, flat circle. It was cool. I was like, oh, that's weird looking, but it was interesting. And then I then I like went back and looked at it again. After I was like scrolling back through his Instagram today, just looking at his stuff as as I was listening to the podcast, and I saw that one again, and then I realized that he had written in it that like that was the one he was making for Stephen Ranella. Yeah, cool. Which is right cool. On. Yeah, but yeah, let's get, the, let's get that guy on Steve Ranella. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be sweet. Actually, I'd be, so, I'd be very intimidated because <laughs> yeah, like, he runs like he is a great guy. But you know, you listen to his podcast. He runs it like he's mm-hmm. like he runs a tight ship. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, that's not how it's going to be. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It's in a good like it's not in a nasty way. Yeah. Right. But you know, he means it. He's just like, oh, no, that's not how we're going to do it. Right. <laughs> this is it's still like, my company. Yeah, I'm still. Yeah, exactly. Guy. He's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a great, great entertainer. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, listening to like the what do they call the the um trivia ones that we had listened mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah listening to those and just having hearing him talk on there like he doesn't obviously doesn't come across as like an asshole he just comes across as confident and right, like right. he understands that this is his company that he built and you know <laughs> like he's like ah, oh, you know he's just like speak up and do whatever and you know it's all like in in a good way it's all just in a very like positive like this is the type of boss you want you know like, yeah, yeah. No, like he, he always speaks confident. his mind mm-hmm. he's not going to be passive aggressive he will just Speak his mind and let it be known. Yeah. And most, they're all friends anyway. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, they yeah. are also employees and employer, but they're hunting buddies and yeah. friends. I think friends first and then. Yeah, right. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what have we been up to? What have we been up to? I've been, uh, just enjoying my summer break so far. It's been really nice and, uh, and feeling really productive some days and feeling really not productive other days. <laughs> just like yesterday I didn't do anything. Just, uh, there you go. 
you know, actually, I guess I went sailing in the evening and even that we didn't do anything. Oh my gosh. It was so hot. It was like a hundred degrees out and no wind on the water. We just sat oh. there and drifted, literally sailed backwards for like five <laughs> minutes, actually for like 20 minutes. We like the race started, there was no wind and there was discussion on whether or not we would postpone or even like, you know, just cancel the race. And so we waited, I think about 25 minutes before they canceled. But in that amount of time, we like sailed up. We, well, they, they postponed the race about 10 minutes. So with, at about eight minutes, we turned on our engine and we moved closer to the start line because you have to have your engine off right, within right. five minutes of the race start. Right. So we're like, oh, there's a delay. Let's turn on our engine. We'll move up a little bit, then we'll turn our engine off. So we actually just motored up closer to the start line because everyone was just sitting, like not going anywhere. And then in the 25 minutes it took them to cancel the race, we moved back like 300 yards, just <laughs> drifting backwards on the current away from the line. <laughs> we even threw out our anchor at one point and we're just like, like dropped it because we were like, well, we can't go any backward further. And we're like about to drift into a mark behind us. So we like, mm. oh, it was crazy. And then they just canceled the race and we're like, oh man, it was just so hot and ugh. I know. Everybody is sweaty. It was it was rough. It's been uh, hot. It's been hot here. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it makes it a little bit worse because it's been so mild, you know, yeah. up until now. It's been like yeah. the coolest summer. That yeah, I the nicest remember. spring. And, yeah, exactly. And it's just stayed oh. at like 70s, mm-hmm. low 80s, de- okay humidity, not crazy humid like it can get here on the yeah. East Coast. And then now it's just unleashed. I know it's like you know ninety with a real feel of a hundred because it's right. so humid. Oh my gosh! I think that's the other reason why I haven't done anything over the last like week and a half. Really, it's because like <laughs> it's just just the the giving the the momentum to get up and go outside. Like I'll take the dogs out and and be like, oh, I'll go sit outside and read my book or something. And I'm out there for like five minutes. I'm like, oh, I can't do this. It's just too hot out here. And the <laughs> dogs are done. like laying on the ground, the grass next to yeah. me, like panting. Like, <laughs> What are we doing? Help us. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's go inside. And they run to the door. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. It's just uh, been crazy hot. But so. I have been, I've been able to get down the shop a little bit. And uh, I have all the, all the, um, all the sheep shear knives. Cause I had like seven or eight uh, pairs of sheep shears that I cut out. And mm-hmm. this is about a month and a half ago. I got them all kind of prepped and ready Did ground all the bevels. And so everything is ready. Like all the sharp side is ready. I'd have to shape and prep all the handles, which like when I'm doing one or two, it's not a big deal, but doing, I think I have 10 or 12 maybe. Um, and it's just, it's just a lot of the like, hand sanding. Cause the way that the, handles are and if you watch the video you know i kind of i shape all the handles to fit into the metal part of the handle on the sheep shear knife and then and then they're all faceted so and to be able to i i can't uh like sand them and clean them up after i attach them to the metal part of the handle because then there's a lip the metal handle creates a lip so i have to like get it and sand all around that lip and i don't want to sand the metal part so I got to do a lot of that finishing on the handle before I can put it on to the, uh, the blade. And it's, it's just a lot when you're doing, you know, like 12 knives and everyone has to be the hand sanded down to, you know, like 500 or 600 grit and then polished on the buffing wheel. And so a lot of hand sanding, but, but I'm getting there and, uh, and you know, getting there because I want to, um, I want to finish up a few of them at least, or have, have them kind of partially done. Cause we, uh, just got a, 
Laser Pecker 3 mm. from Laser Pecker. Got a, uh, we're doing a collaboration, a sponsored video with Laser Pecker. They sent you over. You got a Laser Pecker 3. Well, you know, I got a Laser Pecker 3. <laughs> you got a digital projector, <laughs> which right. we made a box for. So. That's right. That's what uh, I'm saying. I wouldn't have said, yeah. I wouldn't have said wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if you want to use it, you can use it. Yeah. I, might, I might have something. I want. There was something the other day I was thinking about, like, ooh, if I had a, I a could laser. put something on it. Yeah. And also, like, if we get, you know, like, we could get uh, metal um, business cards and then laser etch stuff on them, which would be cool. Oh, yeah. Do you have, um, well, that depends. Do you have any flat aluminum or steel? Yes. And I know that, but but in like <laughs> like uh, maybe a two foot, yeah, a two I have foot a square, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess we could cut it in square or 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 circle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I have um. So actually, I just got some some big scrap pieces of aluminum from Nicole. They're like uh, maybe. Uh, like three thirty seconds, or maybe like they're not quite an eighth thick, but they're you know maybe just under more than a sixteenth, so right in between could that. You cut them into a circle, yeah, or one. Yeah, cut them over, yeah, because I have a couple big pieces that she had like scrap over, leftover from signs, and she was like, "You oh, want some cool. big flat aluminum?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> always." Like uh, you know, just I always have uses for flat sheets of especially aluminum because you can change and make brackets or do whatever you know like, yeah you can you can work with them yeah, yeah. like um, we made the handle for the for the um uh for the little microphone and stuff like that oh, right know, right so. for the janky what did uh director yeah. say? <laughs> janky microphone holder this little janky uh mic- <laughs> you know, he's like but i see how you made it and you work backwards and i see you took a flat sheet and you're out see, which was and, like, great for that video because uh-huh. we were thinking not that someone mentioned it but like Hey, we're asking all these maker questions, mm-hmm. and we're going to be shoving a mic into their face. Why don't we make? Because we talked about how simple a thing it was. Yeah, right. And we were going like, "Why is Road charging whatever it was, eighty bucks? Yeah, <laughs> for a pole with something flat on it that you can attach a mic to, right? Yeah. And we're like, "Well, why don't we make it? And it'll be it'll be just be better to make it. It'll be cool. And then yeah, we just need a flat spot. The only like person to, clip it to on, shout it, it out is Jimmy. Is Jimmy. <laughs> you know, I see you got this here, this little." Uh, you know, flat thing. Janky handmade yeah, microphone. You, you twisted yeah. it over and, uh, you know, I was like, oh, he's like, perfect. you're finding inspiration anywhere. He's like, yeah. I'm looking at what you made right here and I'm <laughs> seeing like, how you made it and I'm finding like, inspiration. Perfect. Like, perfect. Yeah. This is why, <laughs> this is right. why we made it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, if you can do uh, that, there's that space above the door. Caitlin oh, okay. wants to make a sign. Oh, uh, okay. The thing. Yeah, right on. Like O'Hara Farms or something. That's what I suggested. It's kind of funny. Yeah. You know, one is O'Hara Farms. Yeah, O'Hara Farms. <laughs> um, That's great. Yeah. And then I was thinking, well, I guess I can't string it straight down. I was thinking about just hanging it. And right. Letting it, you know, it could spin and stuff. So have some type oh, of gotcha. Conne- have some type of connection. Yeah, swivel. Spin and, and spin and move, mm. you know. Yeah. Just kind yep. Of, kind of dangle there but be something there so deer can't jump through it or you know right it that's just gives the, them a little that's bit the one big that's yeah. the one big gap left yeah <laughs> yeah that could be yeah you just like you know put a swivel on it like even like a um you know like a fishing swivel they got the little right. like metal yep. swivels you yep. just hang just one of those from one mm-hmm. spot and a little a little hook. you're gonna do uh like a cricket sign thing on yeah it? yeah she'll yeah. do some type nice. of cricket title that'd be sweet my suggestion was just do the cricket what you want and then spray yep. paint over it. 
right. peel the stickers yeah. off. Uh, it looks real go. clean. Then you have the metal on there, but she didn't. She was like, "Well, if it's metal, I want it to look like metal." Yeah, no, that's a good point. It's like, yeah, it, it just depends on what you want. Like, if you want the letters to be metal and the whole sign to be a color, then you do it the other way. Use it as a stencil, or you know, otherwise you use it as a sticker. If you want exactly. the positive, yeah, right. and the and the stickers are fine. They've got really heavy doodle vinyl. Yeah, right. So it should be just fine. She's like, but I want it to look kind of rough, and I was like, well, all right. Like, I don't know. You could like. <laughs> it it takes time to do that, or you like hammer in the surface and spray paint it, and then grind off some of it, so you have like yeah, the painted right. areas with still dirt or, or paint in them. Uh huh. I was like, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll if you want to, if you want to age the aluminum first, yeah, that's mm-hmm. actually not a bad idea. Yeah, like do a bunch of you know, yeah, like scar the surface up and then spray it and sand it. Well, you yeah. could like hammer it. You could just do yeah, it. you could hammer it. You could hammer do it, it, do you it for a while. S- scratch it across gravel you can you know like right. yeah you can do anything to mar the surface and go uh adam savage style you know add that oh, yeah, age yeah. and patina to it yeah <laughs> so she wants to do that and she's been having trouble finding it and then i kind of it was a thing like i hadn't even thought about it for a long time i was just like just go to amazon and look for a circular metal and i'll have something and whatever spend yeah whatever it is yeah, no, 40 I have. bucks, 50 bucks. Like, and, but then, yeah, today, we were riding to Home Depot and we're getting stuff. And she was talking yeah. about the sign again. I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, Dustin has a bunch of scrap stuff. Yeah. Because at first, I was thinking of, like, the uh, corrugated oh. roofing. Right. And I was like, well, maybe you could do that, but it wouldn't stick on right. And I was like, well, Dustin's got that roofing and he had some left. And I was like, oh, well, Dustin's got a bunch of stuff. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah. well, I'll talk to him. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's got something. Yep. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> and, like, you know, like I said, it's big flat sheets that I got from Nicole and I don't have like I want to have them so I can say yes to stuff like that right. be like yes right. I do have a big flat sheet of aluminum that I got for free you, like right, right, yeah right. <laughs> it's like, like I want to have it around so I can use it when I need have to it use around it. and yeah. you'll still have the chunks on the corners to like make yeah like you said little <laughs> yeah, right. and little things and and I have two big sheets so they're like okay, they're like cool. 45 by 45 like they're mm-hmm. big squares you know mm-hmm. so it's plenty so yeah that'd be cool Cool. And then you just well, like you, you know you can cut it with uh, with just like regular uh, jigsaw you know, and cut aluminum. So yeah, yeah I got cut it. it and then yeah, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. so back to the laser engraver. I, the company reached out to us a little while ago, and um, so they're called uh, Laser Pecker, and they have a few different ones. They have like a, a woodpecker um, <laughs> a little symbol. And they have the laser pecker one, two, and three, and each one does a different thing. It's not they they are like uh, like additions, you know, like iterations, but they also do different things. So the laser packer three is specifically for engraving steel and plastic. That's the other two things. So, oh, nice. um, which is what I would want to use a laser engraver for. Now, obviously if I had like a big laser cutter and stuff, that'd be cool too for all sorts of stuff. But, uh, but Sean's got one, so I don't need one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so I'm really excited. We, we actually, I'd reached out, they had reached out to us and we kind of conversed back and forth about a month ago, month and a half or so. And, um, and I kind of sent them all the information that they requested to send it over. Mm. And then it like never showed up and I was finishing school and, you know, it was just busy time. So then maybe two weeks ago or so, I just sent an email being like, Hey, you know, I never received this and, I've been really busy, so I was just kind of checking back in to see what's the deal, and 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 I got a response from a woman who was not the person we were originally talking to, um, but she was saying that um, the other person who I was talking to had gone on maternity leave, and so she was kind of following up on the orders, and 
They're so, dead. Yeah. <laughs> but she did. So sure enough, she like followed up and we kind of just went back over the kind of verbal agreement of what type of video they would like, you know, for, for us to have the, the laser engraver. So super excited to get that because now I'm like thinking about all the cool stuff that I can engrave the Art of Craftsmanship logo on it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, like, so obviously knives, you know, that's like one of the biggest things. That's the reason why we came up with or what the reason why I thought to like make a more symbol version of symbol version of the art of craftsmanship logo Simple. was because I wanted something that could work as a logo for yeah. whatever, you know, for right. stickers, for things, things that something that would be relatively mm -hmm. recognizable, but also simple that it can be made really small to be used as a knife uh, logo. So, and yeah, so I've had the idea to do that. And I've tried a couple of times doing like electro etching with some different, you know, varying successes and, um, I didn't, I never actually bought Electra Etcher. I thought about it a couple of times, but I didn't really want to make my own. I, I like in my mind, I figured I was like, well, if I'm going to do it when I do it, I'll just get like the right thing to do it well. Right. Yeah. So I'll get like, uh, you know, a manufactured, like personalizer or whatever they call them, get like the real thing with all the right, you know, settings and just do it. Yeah, it's like um, once you hear about it's like all right, step thirty six. Yeah, right. It's like I forget it. Yeah, I know. It's like <sighs> it's not worth right. We're always talking about what's worth your time and yeah, right. The make it buy it thing, <laughs> but it's, it's <laughs> like, and it's like the fifth confused confusing thing they've explained yeah. to you. Right, and there's a lot yeah. like, well, even like, me like, now, I know sometimes I screw it up and blah. blah you're like, I right, forget it. Yeah, right. No, not worth now it. Now it's like, and then, you know, it's like, well, you got to buy this thing and then that, and that's $20 and this thing. You got to get yeah. a good one. So that's 100 And then get yeah. a base. And if you have this, you can, maybe that's another 30 And you're like, well, now it's. Yeah, now I'm like 500 more, 200, bucks into it. $200 yeah, right. more, I can get a, a perfect thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So when they reached out, I was like, ooh, yeah. You know, like, okay. And that's like something that is, you know, in the, the realm, the price range of something that I wouldn't have bought you know i wouldn't have oh, gone yeah, to right. that if i was right, going to do right. it i i wouldn't have gone to a laser engraver at least not as a hobbyist you know yeah, like if it was yeah. something where it's my business of course if it's easier you just put it under it and you shoot it for two minutes and you got your engraving like why not you know like if that's right. something there right. and uh what was it i think it was um 419 blades we were at blade show he mentioned he's like oh where's your maker's mark and i was like yeah, i don't I don't put them on there, you know, like, especially with like these type of knives, things I'm making for myself. I don't, but that's the thing. I just don't, I hadn't done it. You know, it was like, I stamp axes when I make axe, you know, I'll do like oh, yeah. the AOC and the date. I'll stamp them on the handles, but I thought that'd be cool. Like I can laser stuff on the handles. I can also thought about the idea of, um, stamping or like engraving my logo on axe heads axe that heads, I, right. that I, make for myself or even send out to other people you know yeah. like i have yeah. a i have a double bit axe that was a no name so it didn't have any markings on it and back in 2018 i just stumped i stamped like my initials dco and then i put a line underneath it and below the line i did 2018 i thought that looked really nice you know and mm. i was like that's cool you know it's like i so Years ago, when I was in college, I took a Sumi ink drawing class. So all the like uh, Asian uh, scrolls and things you see and paintings are done in Sumi ink, or that's kind of the base. The black ink is called Sumi ink. And um, 
one of the things that I learned is that the red stamps that you see on those, like you'll uh, see yeah. the different ja Chinese mm -hmm. or Japanese mm -hmm. character, depending, you'll see those red stamps. Those stamps are the owner's stamps. Right, right, so, right, right. So it's not the, like, signature. The signature is on it somewhere. Usually it's written on with the ink. And then maybe, like, they might have a stamp as well. But then, like, every person who's owned that afterward will stamp the art as well. So it's like it shows, like, the lineage of, you know, this this piece of artwork um which i think is kind of cool it, like shows where it's been and whose hands it's been through and so i thought about that a couple years ago like that would be cool to do some type of stamping ah. on the axes that i get you know and be like it, it was this stamp it was this axe head you know it's like a kelly perfect and whatever and and you know and then the art of craftsmanship had it, it this time, yeah. you know, and then like 80 That's years or cool. 90 years down the line, like someone else gets it and they're like, Oh cool. Yeah. This is this. And they had it in their collection it, and now it's here, you know, That's like, a good idea. And that's a good, what's another word for cop out. That's another good way <laughs> to what people, the, the negatives would say that you're ruining something original. Right. Yeah. By putting your own stamp on it. But like you said, something that's made has a million of them. It doesn't really matter. Um, right. But yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. Would you, I mean, obviously you could make whatever logo, but what about some type yeah. of uh, call back to that style where maybe, right. it's, maybe the yeah. logo is in that type oh. of rectangle style. Right, right, right. Like the, the, the writing is kind of squished into it in a nice way to fill it out. Obviously yeah. not, not Japanese characters, but. You know, right. maybe the art, the and art fills it, and then craftsmanship, and like maybe right, right. craftsmanship. You know, two different things. Like, right, yeah, to fill it out and a nice date on it, just to make it look as 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 nice as a uh, uh, a Japanese character would. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. And, it's and a bit of a it's a bit of a nod to what it is. Yeah, because I because I was thinking like doing the AOC logo would be cool, but I also really liked when I did my initials with the line below it and then the date below that. Mm -hmm. Like it was the mm -hmm. symmetry of it, top to bottom was really nice, and I did it, I did it on the double bit, like right in the middle, so it's actually not like my name's not horizontal across the axe head; it's vertical with the line straight up and down, and then mm -hmm. 2018 on the other side. So the line splits the double bit from side to side. Mm -hmm. Like I thought that was kind of a cool looking logo and. And, you know, like, um, almost all axe heads, and not all of them, but mo almost all of them are only stamped on one side. So then you have a blank side on the other side, which is like a blank canvas. So <laughs> I was thinking recently, I wonder if I should, you know, reach out to the, like, axe-making community on Facebook and see what people's opinions are on that. Well, I think you, you should think? do it. I think I should do it, too. Mm -hmm. You know, so... I think that's all that really matters because it's and the axes that I own. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's, so. I mean, that's what you could, that's how you could sell them. Right. Yeah. Obviously to turn around whatever Kelly perfect or craftsman boys or whatever, mm. any, any of the whatevers it's fine. Then it's just a thing. Then it's just, well, the market says that's worth 40 bucks for the head and you put a handle. Right. On it, so I'll give you 70, whatever. Right. Yeah. But yeah. if it's your thing, Hey, I, this is my, like, like the stamp. This is the right. art craftsmanship thing. It's from me. I took time to hang it. I took time to put my etch on it, my lineage on it. Yeah, right. And now you can have it, and then, you know, you can always add to it, or you just have something with the OC yeah. logo on it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like um, there's a an axe uh, 
maker and craftsman um, Glenn Hayworth, who's uh, his Instagram is Howling Winds Axe and Tool, and um, and he um, he's done that with axes. So he'll take an axe head and he'll regrind it and reshape it, and uh, and then he puts on his logo on it and stuff. And then he's come up with a line of axes which he calls the Revenant line, um, and they're all kind of like spiky and cool looking, but like he's just doing it you know he's he's doing a lot of grinding and then re reheat trading them and stuff like that as well but he's not making new axes you know he's using pre-existing ones like he was just working on a um a what was that a true temper um fireman's axe doing like one with a big spike on it and stuff so you know and i like i, I don't know from his perspective whether or not like he gets a lot of you know, comments about whether or not people think that's cool or not, but, but everyone that I know about all, every, all of the community seems like they enjoy what he's doing, you know? So I, I think know. it's cool. Yeah. I, I, and that's like, you know, I'm not planning on doing that. Like, although when I do the, like the bushcraft axe, you know, mods using uh old half hatchet and modding those, like, I don't care about that, you know, like, <laughs> and that would be a perfect thing, right? Like remod something and then, put your mark on or just or just clean it up like what i did with the the craftsman boys axe you know it was a michigan pattern which i didn't really like so i just ground the pole flat and got more of that you know more of an angular look to the whole thing and then uh you know and then reground it and put it on the axe head so like that's a i did a decent amount of work getting that back to a usable you know a usable axe head so that work, you know, put into it coming through my shop and going on a new handle and all is like, I think that's worth worth a, a stamp. I think that's yeah, cool. yeah, no, I, I like it. I like it. And the date, like, I like the idea of doing a date. You know, that's yeah, just yeah. kind of a cool. Mm-hmm. Like, there are uh, council tool um, axes. They they'll do for a while. They do a logo, a council tool logo, and then it would say like USA, and it would have the the date. So like USA twenty or eighteen or whatever. Yeah. You know, so no, yeah, it's like, cool. cool. I think. Especially with the um, yeah avail- availability of, of like stamping stuff and etching stuff and yeah, it would be cool if you got one with someone's name on it. Like imagine if you got a fifty-year-old axe with someone's like information on it. Yeah. Oh, it's a whatever. It's really cool. Oh, it also has like three stamps on it. This guy had it from seventy-six to eighty. Yeah, this right. Guy had it from eighty-five to ninety-two. Like, <laughs> this is awesome. And then you know, yeah. and, and then if it's got an art of craftsmanship, you know, they can go back in the old YouTube records, whatever, whatever <laughs> it's going to be in forty years. Yeah, right. And like find old videos. Like, oh man, that's this some 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 guy had like these videos. Yeah, right. And here's his like you know here's a video of him making this <laughs> axe. Like, how cool mm-hmm. is that? Yeah, it's like uh, there's the. Um, What's it? Uh, axe to grind. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was like the kind of older dude um, who there were some some great videos on him making and hanging axes or hanging axes and talking about how the U.S. Forest Service would do it and like the right way to do it and all. And, and uh, you know, when you like those axes that he hung and that he used are still in the community, like people still have them. So like yeah, occasionally yeah. they'll come up and be like, oh, I have this head from this guy. And you can watch the video of him in 1974, like hanging this axe on this handle. <laughs> like, like, oh, sweet. You know, like, yeah, it's yeah, cool to have that. Uh, yeah. Have that. Um, that history, and that record. And I thought and I think that's cool. Like, I like the idea of of claiming 
so that's the thing too. It's like, I feel honored to have them and I feel confident enough in my ability as a collector and as a, like a restorer mm -hmm. that if I put my stamp on it, I'm saying like, I had this and I did work to it mm -hmm. and you can be confident that the work that I did was good work to it, you know? <laughs> so it was like, it's like a seal of approval, you know, <laughs> or like, a, a, like, yeah, that's what a maker's mark is, right? You're saying like, I, this is the person who made it. I'm proud yeah, of this I, thing. I cleaned it know? up at the time. It looked good. So yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Since, it's not on me. They're like, um, ooh, this is rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but man. yeah, that, that'd be cool. And that, like I said, I'm working on those, um, on the sheep shear knives. And the same thing, you know, like I'm not, I'm not making the steel for the knives, but, um, you know, but I am, I'm taking the blade and I'm regrinding it, mm -hmm. and reprofiling mm -hmm. it, and then putting a new bevel on it. You're making a whole new thing. It's something totally different. Yeah. yeah and so those, I'm going to, yeah, I'm thinking that'd be cool to have the video and like finish that with uh, etching on those or maybe even an axe head or something. We'll see. It'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that will be, yeah, that'll be out within a month or so because it has yeah. to be. And then um, the, uh, <laughs> the, the last Blade Show video to come out will be from us, <laughs> like a month or two after Blade mm -hmm, Show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we just we just got it done today. Dust came over and did a little yeah. voiceover for all the chunks um, of stuff I had edited up. I got the beginning and the end, and then I kind of edited stuff in like, uh, this is people we know, this is knife, this is business, this is like the guys you wanted to meet. And then we yeah. kind of figured out how we should slot them in, and then... Just did little thirty second yeah. voiceover clips and and kind of kind of stitch it together. Yeah, no, I think that'll be good because I like I really you know watching some other people's videos of of Blade. You know, I just really enjoyed seeing it again. You know, and mm -hmm. and I obviously we were there, so there's a different like enjoyment <laughs> in that. But like, yeah, and then you know when people were talking over top of it, that's fine. You know, but like really the cool part was just seeing everyone there and you know being oh I recognize that person oh there's that person you know mm. like having all those great makers all in one place just a really cool, um, you know, a cool event. So so it's it's I was excited to see all that and then you know excited to talk a little bit over them. You know, be like this is where we did this or this is what was really fun about this part of it. You know. Yeah, so we'll have that out uh, soon because it's pretty much done. I just got to squeeze yeah. everything together, add a few more bits and bobs. But nice, right on. You know that'll yeah, be out before out. the next podcast. Um, cool. And the day after the next podcast, so next week, oh. next weekend, <laughs> we'll be going up to uh, up to Pennsylvania mm. and visiting with our friend Adrian from Hickory Homestead Creations at her farm for the Friends on the Farm event. So. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, really excited about that. If people want to go, I think it's open to everybody. It is. She's yeah. basically taking donations and just open her, opening her home up and putting herself out there. And I think if you're nearby, you should maybe go and and yeah. I mean, at least you'll get to uh, chat. If you're listening to this, you'll get to talk with us because we'll be there and yeah. <laughs> hear more of us. It's gonna be the same exact thing. Yeah, so it's Friday. What's <laughs> what's the date of it? It's like what's next Friday? Yeah, so it's it starts next Friday. So it's Friday night and Saturday night. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday at her farm, and we will be there uh, Saturday and Sunday. So we'll be going up on Saturday, and um, what's that? So the fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. Okay. And yeah. uh, I let her know we'd be there, and she was she was very happy about that, yeah. and also said that there's a lot of people coming in on sun on Saturday. So right, that'll be the day to be there. Yeah, we're gonna go up Saturday morning. I guess yep. we'll go. You, you know, we held up early. Yeah, yeah. And then all day, and we'll camp overnight, and then 
Yeah, I have yeah, to bust yeah. out of there early dust. Okay. So if, if you're okay with that, we can go together. And, uh, yep. Because I got O's game the next day. Uh, okay. Yes. That starts at one thirty. so... Uh, you know, yeah, I think, I think it's like four hours, something like that, like four or four and a half. No, like no. And then, like, it's like two and a half for me. No, it's over toward Pittsburgh. I think it's two and a half hours. Uh, okay. Four is rough. Four would be rough. I hope it's not four. <laughs> I hope it's not four. Do you remember the Let's town see. name? Uh, New Paris. I mean, it's New on there. Paris, yeah, we're not, we're not saying any secrets if you... Yeah, right. If you guys exactly. want to go, yeah. you can. It's that hurt. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. I see. Yeah, two hours and forty-four minutes. Okay. Oh, scare me. <laughs> well, I was. I thought it was like. No, yeah, I guess that's right because Pittsburgh was like four, and I knew it was like between here and Pittsburgh. Okay, so. all right, two and a half hours. Yeah, from me. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that'll be cool. I'm excited about that. It'll be fun and fun to hang out with a bunch of people, and you know, it's kind of a it's a smaller get together, which is kind of cool too. You know, mm-hmm. so. I'm excited about that, and she's been posting a little bit about it, so it's been getting me excited. Yeah, yeah, no, it's gonna be to great. On. We're gonna, um, I, yeah, I don't know, maybe we'll bring some bows. Originally, we we're gonna bring the contraption we we're gonna take to Maker Camp, but right, we can't for some reasons. There's not gonna be the same like shooting at Maker Camp that we thought there would be. Um, Austin wants right, to try yep. some smaller things out first and safety things, and we totally understand that. Yep, yep. I won't be there to help out, so that hurts a little bit too like yeah <laughs> how much stuff we can drag up there right and, exactly. and, and so. keep it organized and have so and you know i guess maybe we can bring some bows just for fun because yeah, it's just gonna out. be fun and and yeah a good time. if you saw that email i reached out to three rivers to if they wanted to be kind of like a partner sponsorship but i have not heard back so <laughs> I got like an auto auto response. It was like, thank you. We're sending your inquiry onto the right blah, blah, blah. And they'll reach back <laughs> out to you. So I just sent it to like the get in, get in touch with me email, you know. So, oh, yeah, yeah. so I'll just have to reach out again because, you know, I think that'd be cool. And it's just something that like I think it's I think it would be worth it for them to be a sponsor. Right. To like I, I basically just want them to give me some materials that I can use or give away at oh, Maker Camp. So I'm, oh, I just yeah. want to kind of go up as like a. This is what I do, and here these like you know arrow shafts are from Three Rivers, or you know like or this you know like maybe they'll send me like two extra draw draw horses or something, you know what I mean? Like something for people to use, and so, yeah. and they're like the big one of the bigger archery companies, and something mm-hmm. that someone people that ones that I've used for a long time and have respected. So I think we still need to get Austin to um, okay some type of shoot off. With a couple right, select yeah. people. Right. You know what I mean? Like have one, like have a section in the right. thing. Maybe I could be, do, maybe, yeah. Maybe where it's going to be like, shoot off with Dustin, whoever else wants to do it. Dustin, right. Jimmy, Roy Scott, Chris Cash, uh, <laughs> Justin Dietrich. Like whoever's, whoever yeah. wants to do it. Some of the right, other yeah. like guys. Yeah. Or and then just, yeah. then just have it like a thing. Like they do the smelting. Like, yeah. Hey, come right. on by. We're we're gonna be doing a little shoot off, and we're gonna give a a, a thing to the winner. Right? Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I could, yeah, I could propose something like that. And be like, look, we won't shoot other than Dustin May shoot. Like, you'll just have a small target. Maybe. Right? Yeah, exactly. Maybe. And you know, be like ten feet, just yeah. to sh- like once you get the thing strung up, you got to shoot it, or or yeah. you'll have a couple demonstration ones. But yeah, we could hey, shoot. Like, what, you what know, if we have a like ten guys come or ten? 10 right. people and we'll have a little little competition it'll right. be fun yeah. and we'll have like a prize like you, you you know make up some like 
um, uh, some renaissance, renaissance yeah, festival. Yeah, yeah. You have a scoreboard and then a renaissance, yeah. renaissance festival like necklace. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> or trophy. Yeah. Maybe that can be like changed every year. You could like etch someone's mm-hmm. name on the trophy and they can have it for a year and then they got to yeah, bring right. it back. A beer stein. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was thinking it'd be kind of fun if, uh, you know, I'm assuming there, there'll be some type of make or burn. Maybe I could shoot, you know, work on a bow and finish it in time to shoot an arrow into shoot the, the, into the, the make o- or burn. The, the only issue arrow. is that is people are circled the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you miss. Well, you know, no, I'm not going to miss. Come on. Well, <laughs> I know what you're, you're saying. saying. Yeah, yeah. But if you miss, right. Then if you miss, that's the You thing. shoot a flaming arrow into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um. They just need to put it down at the bottom, you know, down low, like wherever this thing is. I'm aiming. I'm aiming at the bundle down low and shoot it from, you know, five yards away, that ten yards cool. away. <laughs> Light it from, you know, something off of it, and then <laughs> <laughs> send it off. Yeah. So yeah, fun. But stuff, but so. yeah, originally we were thinking about bringing that type of thing up to friends of the farm. We talked to Adrian briefly about it at Maker Camp. We're like, oh, that'd be so cool. We should love to come up and do some bow stuff. And she was all about it. So so we'll see. Maybe we'll maybe we'll bring some bows up there just to like shoot and have fun. See if people maybe, want to try them out. In case maybe we can them. have. Um, well, I don't know. We haven't even talked about, it, but maybe we can have Adrian on before. Oh yeah, maybe we can yeah, do an early podcast. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, I can, I'll know, reach out to her and like see if she wants week, to do something. Yeah, do one Tuesday a few Wednesday. days before and yeah. get people hyped up if they want to come. They can hear all about it, what's going to go on. Yeah, right on. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. And we could put it out on Thursday or something, you know, yeah. an extra day early. Sweet. Cool. Anything else? I don't know. What do you got? That's it. I mean, other than, yeah, you came up and did the thing today and we ripped the... <laughs> we ripped the... Oh, uh, ripped the, the kitchen out. Kitchen <laughs> the out. The old kitchen out. Most of the kitchen and... <laughs> Because yeah. we're putting in a, another room for my upcoming son. Yeah. He needs yeah. a little room to live in, apparently. So. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> we're going to do that, and then tomorrow I'm going to get all the stuff from uh, Home Depot, and we're going to put start framing in a new wall and door and stuff and on, on Saturday. But Dust came over, and I drug him into some, some work. I'm like, <laughs> hey, some why are you here doing the thing? You'll never tell me to rip this stuff out. That's what happened last week, like two times ago, <laughs> two weeks ago when I came Perfect. up to work on the voice. Hey, you come here. You're like, this maker, this uh, Blade Show video really takes a long time. We have to add more <laughs> more voiceovers. <laughs> two weeks from now, I'm like, man, I really, I, I, I'm not done. I think I need some more. Why are you here? You want to put up some drywall. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that sounds okay. I could do that. <laughs> and this this week was this time was easier than the door. Oh yeah, no, I mean, the door. Not was that fine the door too. was that hard, but the door, yeah. door was more work. This was just unscrewing, yeah, shelving right. stuff. Yeah, that took us I, like just, I just twenty needed, minutes. I kind of just yeah. needed an extra hand to, yeah, grab stuff as it kind of fell fell down and yeah. No, it was good. I was trying not to up. rip the things from the drywall, so there's not too right. much yeah, preserve as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. that was my <laughs> my like uh, kind of nightmare scenario. Is, you know, you pull, you drag something, pull something, rip it from the wall, and it just pulls out a giant <laughs> one giant foot patch right. of the thing that you got to patch up later. I got enough. I got enough like weird things. I got to change and water <laughs> yeah, lines. Right. I have to. You know, cut off low Move under and, under yeah, the right. thing under the house, and <laughs> oh, it's gonna be something. Yeah, <laughs> nice. But yeah, that was cool. Appreciate it. Cool. Thank you. We got that yeah. done. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, and I, uh, 
you know, again, I've got a lot of free time. So, um, you know, I know <laughs> that summer is busier for you too, cause you got Orioles, but, uh, but hopefully we'll be able to get a few more videos out coming out soon. We have some stuff on the books and we'll have this, we'll have the laser pecker video coming out and got some other things. I, I keep like finding things that I want to make, but I think would also be good videos. So I'm like, I want to do it. I got all this time, but I don't want to do it. Cause I want to make a video. Mm. Like I have a, uh, I want to make a, uh, a post vice stand. So, you know, if you imagine what Chris cash does, those uh, type of things, but not like really that, not quite as like elaborate as that. Like I have a piece of pipe, like a, a six inch diameter pipe with a piece of square steel on the bottom that I want to like make into a stand, you know, and like in that, and I can cut a piece of something to go on top to be some type of tool holder as well. And then, and then figure out a way to bolt that on. So like, I think that would be fun. You know, that that'd make a fun video. And then, uh, I have a couple axes I think would make like good axe restoration videos and remaking and, handles and stuff. So and we got a specific type of review video we talked about three weeks uh, ago that yeah. we're trying to get done, and we've got a kind of a a way we're going to review certain things. Uh, we got a, right. A, we got a Jimmy Duresta product. We have a James May product from Top Gear. Yeah. Um, which I had to stop drinking because it's. Halfway, it's halfway done. So we have half a bottle to review. <laughs> nice. You're like, we got to do these videos. I already videos. give it 10 out of 10, but uh, otherwise, it's got to be, I got to buy another bottle. <laughs> we got to do it soon. I'm not buying another $55. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah. We've definitely got some fun things on the book. So hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll be able to get some time together and hang out and shoot some stuff. Because oh, yeah. uh, cause I've got the time, so <laughs> now oh, I just got to yeah. make the time. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I my recommendation this week was uh, is actually going to be um, Howling Wings, Howling Winds, Axe and Tools. Since I talked about him earlier, um, Glenn Hayward Hayworth, you can head over and find his stuff on Instagram at Howling Howling Winds Axe Holy. and Tool. Um, all one word, and uh, yeah, he does some really cool stuff, and and it's just like you know a good axe community guy and always kind of posting some fun stuff about axes and showing what he does. And he takes some fun liberties with axe heads and does some cool things with them, which is a little bit different than what a lot of people do in the community, which is why I was a little bit hesitant, you know, but, but people do it and he does a good job. So, you know, I think that's in the end, that's kind of what you, what, what is, what it's about is like doing something that you're proud of. And then if you do that, then, you know, it's worth it to tell people in the future that you did it. That might be it, but yeah, but check him out. He does some cool stuff. And, uh, and also I'll shout out real quick, Daniel Donnelly from Donnelly brothers metalworks. His birthday was just a couple of days ago. He turned 26. So happy birthday, Daniel. And, uh, and there was kind of a cool video that his girlfriend reached out to a few, uh, you know, a few ax guys in the community and they did like a little video saying happy birthday to him. So that was, that was sweet. So it was cool to see that. And, and you weren't uh, included. Yeah. I was not included. That's okay. How dare her? <laughs> it was like it was like four people, so it was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there's some some people right. should be in those four. Right. Right. You're dead to me. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. No, it's funny. He did the he did one of his videos. So he's up to like you followed along. So Daniel's been doing this um, axe challenge where he's he's splitting wood every day All for right. an entire year. He's doing a a, um, a reel every day. And he's up to like 330. Like he's close. He's like almost yeah. like a month away from doing a whole year. And uh, so he was doing one the other day and he had this uh, balloon 
sitting that was like a you know a 26 and it was all in like a checkered pattern of all these different shape different different colors and stuff on the balloon and when i first saw it i was like what is that weird like wooden snake thing like with weird different colors painted all over it i was like what is that and then that i saw is like i was like oh it says 26 and then i read the caption it was like you know he sent his 26th birthday which is kind of funny because then like he split a piece of wood and it like flew across and hit the balloon and stuff so <laughs> that's good <laughs> nice but but yeah it's kind of cool so he's uh just turned 26 so happy birthday daniel and uh yeah, you can check out him and check out uh glenn on instagram and uh, yeah good good axe community dudes nice i uh what did i say earlier today i was like that should be my recommendation do you remember I do not. Um, Dang, it was something we were talking about, and I had said, I think I was like, yeah, go check this out. <laughs> oh, another thing I've been watching, I'll give another recommendation while you try to think about it, <laughs> while you try to think is, about uh, it. is the YouTube channel Insider. So they do a lot of uh, what they call, like, why is this so expensive? And then, so they do like basically a documentary on basically the best things that are made in the world, you know, and why they're so expensive or like the most rare, you know, like Mm. there's like a purple that's made out of a dye that comes from a certain gland from a a snail that you can find in the ocean (laughs) in India, you know? And so there's like, why is it expensive? Because it takes like a shit ton of work to get, you know, a few ounces of this thing or so it was really good. So I've been watching that recently and, um, and there was just actually a, there was one on, a knife maker, and I can't remember his, his uh, name off the top of my head, but he's a master bladesmith. Looks like he's probably in his like th- late thirties, early forties. You know, maybe maybe fifties. It's hard to tell, but uh, but a younger guy, and and they did a episode on him, and you know, like why are Damascus knives so expensive and stuff. So that was kind of cool, you know, seeing that through that perspective of of that channel. It's good. Right on. Um. Yeah, I can't remember mine. Um, I will say, if you go to the Art of Camera Guy uh-huh. and you look up my recent post, you will get to see one of the greatest commercials of all time. <laughs> I'll just yes. say that. So, so go to that. And I dug that up because I could not find it on Instagram as a reference. There were a few reference shots of that commercial, like George Washington standing next to the car with a, with a flag waving. Right. But I couldn't find the whole thing. So I, on 4th of July, I went in, found it on YouTube, screen captured it off the computer, nice. <laughs> sent it to my phone. It was too big on my phone, so I got an app to make it smaller <laughs> and trim it to where I wanted to trim it. And then I uploaded to Instagram. So the whole thing's there. Um, it, I don't know. It's just so well done. <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's funny and good and 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 the music's perfect and it's so well shot. Yeah. Every it is like the perfect commercial. <laughs> it's just goofy enough where it doesn't take itself seriously, but it still hits. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like the music is to so see you got this I I'll set it up and you can you got you guys can go watch it. Um it's got yeah. like this Ken Burns documentary type uh, documentary violin yeah. you know like yeah. here in like civil war like this real kind of heart-wrenching violin that type of nice like uh yeah like you'd hear in a ken's burn documentary yeah right? yeah that, that that time 
and then you it's just this beautifully shot like uh, a british regiment like hiking and then you or you see this this young guy running a red coat and he comes running out of the woods like full speed all the way to him and then you see whatever the captain or whatever he's like what? what's going on and it's there is very little audio yeah it's just this <laughs> violin and the kid is panicked, and he's yelling. <laughs> and then, you know, okay, it's the British. They got a British flag. It's shot really well. And they start to turn, and, and they aim their guns in the right direction, right? <laughs> and then, like I said, no sound, just this, this violin. And then you hear, like, the rumble and roar of <laughs> of a car engine, of a V8, right? <laughs> and then past the cameras, boom, fly, three Dodge Challengers. The center one has an American flag hanging out of it. And then and then you, you switch back to the shots of the guy starting to react and freaking out. And then another shot of the Dodge Challengers coming at the camera, and there's like this swinging movement, really good, right? And the music's starting to swell. And then there's this little one-second shot of George Washington driving the middle one yeah. with a kind of a serious face, but a little bit of a smirk, right? Like, let's go. Here we go, right? And then uh, then you go back to the shot of, of the people lined up, and one guy turns and panics and runs, and then it's a, a shit show of people running and turning and freaking out. Right? And, then, and then more of the challengers sliding around, and the people are falling off horses. <laughs> and then and then you hear then you see more uh, american soldiers running behind them top speed like attacking yeah. <laughs> and it's like and then the line is here's a couple things america got right <laughs> cars and freedom <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's a little defiant oh, in the way man. he in the way he puts it yeah like yeah, yeah you're shitting on a lot of things but here's a couple things we got right yeah. cars and freedom it's such a broad thing yeah, but it, it still so works and it still hits. And then the <laughs> violin ends. I mean, the um, it ends with like the cars and it just fades to black. It's just so yeah. It's so like well done. Washington just standing outside. Of oh the yeah, right. Challenger right. The, the, the challenge is lined and, up. And the yeah. flag's going and he's. It's like he's posing for a painting and smiling. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the the three challengers there, oh, and then the one man. with the flag and, and the mountains in the background. It's oh. so, so one of the greatest. Like truly, like it's funny, <laughs> but it's it's so well done and it's yeah. just everything they wanted to hit they hit yeah I yeah think. yeah no it's such it's so good when you post that i was like yes i'd forgotten <laughs> about that commercial mm-hmm. it's so good oh. <laughs> challenger <laughs> dodge challenger yeah there you go happy fourth of july <laughs> yes i was like i was like that's America. That's, the, that's the video i want to post it's just braggadocious <laughs> enough but it works and it's funny and it's a little a little crass but kind of not but it's so well done i i just you can just you just can enjoy it and i think everyone can enjoy yeah. it for what right. it is yeah yeah they're, they're muscle cars <laughs> muscle cars are a little ridiculous right so the ads should be a little ridiculous and i mean the whole concept is kind of silly but like you said if it if it works it works yeah right exactly <laughs> <laughs> two things will be got right <laughs> cars and freedom <laughs> nice Sweet, yeah. So check that out. I'll uh, I'll put a link. So you can Devin's own Instagram. (laughs) Uh, That's great. Yeah. No, that's that's a classic. Like you said, like I said when I saw it the other day when you posted it, I was like, oh, this is so good, (laughs) (laughs) so good. 
And they build it up, the anticipation, like, what's going to happen? What's going to come out of the yeah, woods, you know? Woods? They're freaking out. The kid's running and screaming. They turn, and then just the three Dodge Challengers come flying by the camera. <laughs> and just skidding through in the flag. And then you just see that one-second shot of George Washington driving the middle one. <laughs> driving, yeah. That's so good. Nice. Well, on that note, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> it's been a good one. Make sure you don't uh, forget to head over to YouTube. Like Devin said, we will be putting the new uh, Blade Show video up shortly, so you can head to YouTube and uh, check us out there. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already, and then when that video comes out, let us know what you think about it because Blade Show was awesome, and it was really fun for me to go back and watch all that footage again. And like I said to Devin, I was having trouble talking over it because I was trying to like wanted to listen to what I was saying because there's audio of me talking to different people. I was like, Oh, so much fun, you know, seeing people like, Oh, there's that guy. There's that guy. So, so yeah, so that'd be fun. Check that out. And then you can also head over to Instagram and follow us both there and check out Devin's awesome commercial, best commercial (laughs) ever uh, at the art of camera guy. And you can follow me at the art of craftsmanship. And then uh, if you want to be able to support us even further and uh those of you who do we really appreciate it but those those you can head over to patreon.com forward slash the art of craftsmanship and you can support us there um and that's as little as i think it's even like a dollar a month so you know any any little bit helps and it all goes back into what we do for you guys on the channel and for the podcast so thank you all so much for those people who do support us and then everyone else who listens thank you too because that's awesome as well and it's super cool to talk to people and and know that these conversations are getting out there and people are listening and uh, and responding and kind of you know reaching back out to us of things that happen on the podcast which is always kind of fun so thank you guys yeah all right Devin, anything else no here why don't why don't we let uh you want to let this here you want to let the um the audio take yeah, us out play us out all right guys this will be we'll, we'll finish on this so thank you all for listening and we will talk to you next time a couple of things America got right. Cars and freedom. <laughs>